your clothes may be Beau Brummelly. They stand at a mile, but brother, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Thank you for joining us for Dragon Age Off the Record. I'm your unusual host, Road. And of course, joining me is the usual host, Mistress LeBeau. Not to be confused with uh, Miss LeBeau, who turns out to be Rogue, because that's what she called herself on the episode of X-Men that I just got done watching from the 90s. Oh, nice! With the really, really bad Gambit voice. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. So anyway, we're back! We're back! You don't even know where we are in that story, do you? I have no idea, no. Last few weeks have been chaos. I know. <laughs> now I'm just going to throw curveballs at and you. quitting my job and preparing to drive cross-country, which is honestly, like, the best-sounding part of this entire experience. Well, at least that, you're not, like, carrying boxes and crap. Ugh. No, we're, uh, we're letting United States Postal Service do that for us, so hopefully my stuff doesn't get broken in the process. You're exploiting the system! Hell yes, I'm exploiting the system. How else am I going to ship my D&D books, which are tomes that weigh like 40 pounds each? I, I want those uh, Dragon Age World of Thetis books. Oh, who doesn't? Oh my god, I didn't realize they looked the way they did, like the actual inside, they were mm-hmm. short blurbs. I was a little afraid it was just going to be like, you know, paragraphs upon paragraphs of crap. And so I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want... Now I've seen it, I want it. I want it so bad. So, I will tell you where we are. Okay. You know that part right after... um. The one we did last time, <laughs> what Pride had wrought. Yes, I do. Yeah, it ended with, yay, everybody's back, yay, well of sorrows, yay, stuff's in and my then brain. some dumb kid runs into a mirror. Yeah. Which sounds like a vine, but it's not. For those that are listening in the future, after Vine has disappeared from the internet, Vine was this really weird thing that lasted for six seconds in video format, and it looped over and over and over, and some weird people got famous off of it, because there's no justice in the world. The next quest, I don't even know if there's a name for it, but it's it's called the Hey, Let's Meet Grandma quest. <laughs> so wait, is this the Red Riding Hood quest? No. But 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 the little boy is running through the dark and scary place to go to the grandma's place where a wolf. Well, first of all, the scariest part is that Liliana comes to you and says, "Kieran disappeared through the Olivier." Ah. <sighs> uh. Totally missed my wolf joke. I got your Oh There you go. That's the magic. <laughs> that was amazing! <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm tired of feeding your ego. That was amazing, but <laughs> God damn. My ego hungers for more. <laughs> So yeah, you have to listen to Liliana and her horrible accent. Well, it's a good accent, but I just don't like her. And she says, <laughs> hey, Kieran has gone through the Illuvian. Okay, I'll go look for him. <sighs> Apparently Morgan's <laughs> gone in there too. And you get in there and you're like, hey, this isn't the crossroads where it was the last time. This is the Fae. So you just run around. There's nothing there and nothing to loot. Nothing, 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 nothing. And then Morgan. On the bright side, nothing to kill you because for some reason everyone runs in there unarmed. I know, you're in your PJs. <laughs> Literally, like, the worst thing you can do is run in there unarmed. Nah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It'll work out. Well, seriously, I mean, why would you need... If you if you really knew how to work the fade, you could just imagine a, a sword. Yeah? Yes. You've been there before, and you've probably studied up on it, because even though that's the most f***ed up thing that's ever happened in your freaking life that has to do with the fade, you'd think you'd read up on it and kind of realize... Uh, I feel like you're putting way too much faith into the scenario. Um, well, I'm also putting faith in the fact that this this uh, Inquisitor has also watched all the Doctor Who episodes that I have <laughs> and sci-fi and fantasy stuff. So you find Morgan, and she's all crying. I was watching a replay of this. Morgan mm-hmm. is back to her normal outfit, right? Okay, her son grew up with her fully clothed all the time. Uh, Come on. we saw. I'm sure that in their chambers... That she was just, well, hanging out. That's kind of weird. I mean, is he is not... Is it, though? I... Now, had he always grown up with her in the wild? I mean, we never saw what Flemeth was wearing, so... Hey, look. Yeah, we did. We saw her at home. Well, at least when she was old lady. At home, she was wearing a bib. 
you know, all that crap. You know, one of those bib dresses. But and Morgan was wearing nothing. But you would think that Kieran spent most of his life in that castle, or at least the part of his life that he remembers. Now, seeing his mother all of a sudden undressed, like hanging out, just flopping, flopping, hopping. Don't you think he'd be a little confused? Like, oh my god, boobies, and oh my god, that's my mom? I don't feel like he would, to be honest with you. See, what you're doing in that situation is you're projecting your your view of what normality is into a situation that you didn't grow up in. He right. didn't grow in your situation, so to him, that's probably just normal. No, but when he grew up, from what he remembers when he grew up, he grew up in proximity of the Empress of Orlesians, who were probably very, very dressed all the time. So what you're trying to say is that once uh, Kieran comes of age, he's going to identify naked women as motherly types. No, I'm saying he is coming of the age where he's starting to get boners and seeing boobies hanging out for the first time and it's on his mom. Do you think that's a little weird? I'm going to I'm going to put this in a way that just shows that I'm the guy of this podcast and say that uh frankly speaking, I would never ever ever look at a woman in my family like that. <laughs> it like it wouldn't even cross my mind. Like in a ever in any situation never crossed my mind do you think he's embarrassed then i don't just seeing his personality i don't think he has the i don't think he knows anything. i don't <laughs> think he understands the embarrassment at all like he's very open-minded he just says whatever pops into his head so uh i feel like no I feel like this is something that that our listeners need to write in about what they would I think. I feel like it is. I feel like we need to get a psychotherapist for this situation. <laughs> because That's... I think the kid probably needs a psychotherapist for himself. Uh, maybe. Anyway, neither of us are qualified to comment on this whatsoever. <laughs> I Ow. still think the kid is going to be confused no matter what. I think I'm confused. <laughs> Her wardrobe aside. She's looking for Kieran. He's gone. She, she's running, you know, she's running around. Oh my God, where is he? She's, she's very concerned for this child, which is nice to see. Because It's the know, first time she, that she seems like not a cold mistress. Uh, right. Oh, mistress. Oh. Hey, what can I say? So she says, come help me find him. And lo and behold, five steps away from you, there's Kieran and Flemeth talking to each other with a nice family reunion. Mother. Mother. <laughs> That's literally the lines. And they didn't say, well, 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 what have we here? Nope. Nope. It was pretty much just like, hey, hi. You don't know me, but I'm important. Now, did you expect to see Flemeth at all in this part? Yeah. The moment that Kieran ran into the Illuvian by himself, uh, I, I kind of figured that she was going to show up. You lie! No, totally. I'm totally serious. I expected Flemeth to show up. Because you you know that you're getting near the end of the game at this point. Yeah, that's that's when I expected uh, somewhere at the end of the game. And yeah. because we saw the lady in the water saving them from uh, Carifinus by destroying I, the mirror, I didn't see that. What? Yeah, after the the drinking of the from the pool, when they run into the Alluvian to escape back to uh, uh -huh. their fortress, the lady in the water that pops up and stops Corypheus from going into the mirror and then proceeds to jump into it and the mirror shatters. I figured that was Flemeth. I just figured it was whoever's temple it was. Hmm. Yeah. Flemeth turns to Morgan and says, you've been ungrateful. <laughs> and Morgan, she's pissed. She tries to attack Flemeth. The shenanigans continue. And then Flemeth says, you know what? You were the one that drank from the well. Or the Inquisitor, if, if if the Inquisitor did. And then Morgan has this epiphany. You see the light bulb almost go off in her head. And she goes, oh my god, you're Mythal. Yep. Which, I'll just say it. Seen it coming. No, you did not. Wait, no, I did. Because I said that early on in an episode. That's when I, when I read that. I was instantly on Twitter texting you being like, I was so fucking right. Send. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to admit that's right because we haven't recorded. I admit nothing until someone <laughs> provides accurate proof. Accurate Ac proof? Accurate. There's episodes well it was like episode two or three or yeah two or three. no it was probably one 
My memory span doesn't go that far back. Yeah, luckily it's recorded, so it's out there for everybody to hear. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, at this point, the Inquisitor can say, nice to finally meet you. Which is the obvious choice, because you've got someone who's a lot stronger than you right there. And granted, we've experienced what she can do in previous games, so we have foresight. So of course, metagaming was involved. Suck it. Right. But I will always choose that because I don't know why. Personally, I just want Flemeth to compliment me. I think it's a respect or I think it's a little bit of my Southern upbringing. Or it is, you know, the meta. Or it's just you've got lingering mommy issues. I mean, we all do, so. I just want her to love me. Exactly. She's so awesome. Look, I've said it before. I love Flemeth. I think Flemeth is great. Morgan just doesn't understand what she had. Granted, you know, there's the possibility that Mom tried to devour her and use her body for her own whims. Sure, that might have been a thing. I understand. Wah, wah, I want my body. Let's get to that. Let's get to that, okay? Okay. So, you know, you have to, you have to, nice to finally meet you, and she's, oh, well, manners. I love it. Please don't kill me. Flemeth lets Kieran go hug his mom, and he was saying, he heard her calling to him, saying, now was the time. Okay, okay, Kieran, and you just run off. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's a war going on, and you just run off. Look, there's a reason why in every one of the scary movies ever, it's always the kids that end up screwing everything up. I mean, (laughs) poltergeist. Does anyone remember Poltergeist? Oh, the TV's on. Let's walk into it. What? Kids are just... Ugh. Kids are the worst. Am I right, parents? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you don't agree with us, how much time do you get to play your video games, parents? Says the two without kids that clearly have their priorities straight. Hey, look, I have done enough babysitting and kid taking care of. I can empathize with a parent. That's why I'm not really going out there trying to find a man to make any. Because they're a giant waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) And the kids are too. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) I'm actually proud of that one. I support it. Okay. And and it's really sweet because Morgan, you know, she loves her little son. It's cute. Did you love Morgan more at that moment? Oh, hell yes. You did? Yes. Tell us how much you love her. I love Morgan. Morgan's great. She has her priorities straight. She wants to kill her mother. She wants to protect her child. (laughs) I might have just said something about my own personality that's really disturbing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I love my mother. Okay? Don't get any ideas. And Flemeth, she lets you know with the Mithal thing, she says Mithal called to her and that she carries Mithal with her. So she's a vessel like Samsonite was. Samsonite. (laughs) She's a vessel as well. But it's not that Mithal overwhelms her. I would say it's almost like Justice Anders. I would... I kind of... Yes and no. Ah... (laughs) <laughs> like, the the whole thing, it's not entirely defined. It, there's plenty of, you know, room for speculation, which is exactly the way I want it. I don't know if it's necessarily like that. Like, the spirit of justice was a spirit. The being that is Mythal, it could be a very powerful spirit. It could have been a god. It could have been a very powerful spirit that people interpreted as a god. You know, there's... Even Flemeth is like, basically call it what you want. But it is. You know, call it what you want, but it is. Oh my god, that is so brainy that that doesn't even mean anything. Well, that I'm fine with that. The best part about being brainy is you can come off sounding like an idiot. Or you can come off smelling like a smart while you're being an idiot. It's great. I have it no works idea both what ways. you said. I still... Science. <laughs> Science, yeah. Even I'm looking up the wiki on Mythal and I, my eyes are glazing over. There are so many names that I can't pronounce, first of all. It says Mythal is the protector and the all-mother and the goddess of love and is the patron of motherhood and justice and leads the pantheon which her male counterpart, Elgarthen, Elgarnon. Three elf nerds just lost their minds. <laughs> like they're done right now. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying that's just what happened. Mithal was born of the sea. Okay, so wait, she's a goddess of the sea or not? Or born of? What or is maybe she was just born in a fisher village. Once maybe she's a clamfish. <laughs> she's a crab. That actually, that could be a thing. You know, you joke, but that could be a thing. Maybe she was just a fish out of water. Out of water. An elven legend when 
Elgarnon. Should we just re reduce all elven names to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, there's something about the sun. The Elgarnon. El Elgar. Yeah, I guess that's Elgarnon freed the sun, and then something Mythal really created the moon. And there's something about the earth. Okay, so there's the sea, the earth, goddess of love, protector, mother, something. Where's the guy with the monkey on his shoulder that screams heart and his powers are actually really useless? Where, where's that guy? Because we need Captain Planet at this point. That's all I'm hearing. Heart! <laughs> he drew the short straw on that one. I got fire! Yeah! I got earth! Well, wind! Water! Heart. Not gonna lie, if I had fire, I'd be done with all of them. I would burn them all to a crisp and take and take all the rings. For you youngins out there, we are talking of Captain Planet. <laughs> He's a hero. Anyway, so back to Mythal being a, a possible elven spirit god ninja. Going back to what we were originally talking about, I don't even know if she really is corporeal at all. So anyway, in some legends also it says that Mythal and Elgarnon had five children. Falandine, Dirthamon, I can't pronounce that one either, Andrul. Siles and June. I can pronounce June. Okay, so they're their children. Okay. This is so confusing. Can, can you explain this to me in like Roman or Greek gods? It'd <laughs> be a lot easier. Nope. 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 Yeah, that's what they need to make their next animated thing about, about the gods so I can freaking understand who's who. I would like it. I, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. Learning is great. If somebody wants to write us in or make a video. Oh, by the way, somebody put the, the American Pie thing on YouTube. The Dragon Age American Pie. Oh, no. Anyway. Yeah, just uh, Google the day the wardens died and there's a YouTube version of it. They did ask and, and I said, okay. I thought it was just for Tumblr, but apparently it was put on YouTube. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you for doing that. But if somebody wants to explain this to me as if you were explaining it to a five-year-old, please be my guest, because I don't get it. Okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Also, you would think to question, is Fleveth telling the truth? But you know, or Morgan knows, whoever took in the well, they say she's telling the truth, which I don't even know if I would believe them. I mean, how do you know? Look, I, I have this long-standing decision that I don't trust anyone that goes off of the voices in their heads. That's just how things go. Now... Morgan, I'm sorry, I love you, you're, you know, you're the love of my Dragon Age life, but at the same time, you're sounding kind of uh, like you might need a couple months of therapy. You heard it here, folks. I'm not saying that Kieran's in danger, I'm just saying that, well, she thinks he is, but... Well, she does think she think he is, because the way it looks is that Flemeth is not going to take Morgan's body because Morgan's like, no, -uh, uh -uh. she thinks that Flemeth is going to overtake Kieran's body to keep young, which is kind of weird because Flemeth seems to want to be female. Well, yes. And I'm sure that uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that Mythal also. <laughs> or maybe because Mythal is a spirit, the the topic of gender really doesn't matter. Well, I don't know. Possibly a spirit. We mother. really don't know. For all we know, back on the ancient days before the elves were even the all-powerful ones, it could have possibly been that Mythal was just a really powerful mage and ascended. You know, like that thing that happens in Stargate all the time. Even Flemeth says this. She's like, I don't even know what Mythal is. But she said that Mythal called to her and, she, and you know, Flemeth was like, alright. <laughs> That's kind of the thing. When when a being has that much power, it really doesn't matter. To make a comparison to the Marvel Cinematic Universe of the Thor movies, Thor and their powers come from science, but their science is so advanced that it seems like magic. And they also live for thousands upon thousands of years, so it seems like they're immortal gods because they're so powerful and they live practically forever. And fucking hot. At least in terms of human years, they live forever. And they're hot. And they're all beastly, beastly. Oh, oh lord. So, and, and Morgan's like, okay, I've been trying to stay away from you. How is it that I've been staying away from you? You haven't found me in this long. And Flemeth is like, well, you drank from the well. <laughs> and I love the look on Morgan's face. She's like, oh, shit. I kind of fucked up. Right, about that. <laughs> uh, oops. I guess me being in such a hurry to acquire all the knowledge ever mm, might have wanted to think about that one. Womp womp. Womp womp. And Flemeth says, okay, I'll tell you what. 
I'm going to take the lad and I'll leave you all alone and I'll, you'll never hear from me again. Or you can keep him and you'll never be safe from me. And Morgan's like, uh-uh, take me. I am many things, but I will not be the mother you were to me. And Flemeth frowns in the most awkward frown you've ever frowned. <laughs> and it's really weird looking. It was, I don't know, it was uh, kind of like disappointment is what I saw it as. Because I, I really feel like even though Mythal or Flemeth or the Witch of the Wilds or whatever you want to call her, I think that she really genuinely did care for her previous daughters and, uh, you know, Flemeth as well, or uh, Morgan as well. It seemed to me like that entire, like, what I got from the whole conversation is that she wasn't just doing what was best for herself, but was best for Morgan, best for the world, that she knew a lot of the stuff was going to happen. And, yeah. And I know we're skipping something like an overarching part of the story, but the thing is, is that during that frown, what it is supposed to convey, or at least I'm convinced it's supposed to convey, is that feeling, that sadness, like, oh my God, I fucked up as a mom because you didn't get what I was talking about. Or, yeah. You know? Yeah. I may have been in that situation myself where, you know, I have totally misread what a parent has been trying to teach me and has misread it for years. And then later on, you grow up and realize, oh, maybe they weren't being so bad, you know, and and the realization of that parent like, ooh, I didn't make myself clear. It's an awkward situation for everyone, which may be the reason for the awkward frown that Flemeth gives. Well, to be on point with a... Uh... With Flemeth frowns in a very awkward way. So she goes to Kieran. She walks up to Kieran and somehow transfers that old god into herself. And he asks, no more dreams? No more dreams. She looks at Morgan and says, A soul is not forced upon the unwilling, Morrigan. You were never in danger from me. And listen to the voices. They will teach you as I never did. Which is also an indication that she was like, oh crap, I messed up as a mom. And, you know, Morgan has that realization too. She's like, oh, you mean, no? Uh, Kieran goes back to Morgan. They hug and, and you get that slight smile from Morgan, which is always cute. She almost doesn't want to smile yeah. about something, but she can't. Like When she looks at her son, you can see that inner smile in her. It's cute. It hurts her to smile. Trust me. Yeah, I think it does. It, it does. It does. It does crack your face if you crack it. Yeah. And she's getting old enough. Um, She's getting. Take it from someone who has resting pissed off face. Smiling sucks. Is that what you have? I do. So that whole thing overarching, what would you say happened in a paragraph or less of what we just talked about? I would sum it up as Flemeth is really the good person. As I've known all along, Morgan doesn't get what her mother was trying to do for the entire time. And I'm still a badass. Did you have to add that last part in? I did, because my Inquisitor, just as pretty much everyone's Inquisitor did, was just stood there and watched the entire time. Because why the hell not? Now, my game, whenever I would leave that area, it kept freezing on me. So I kept having to replay it, which was good because, I, you know, I got to choose different things. Yeah. Oh, that's when I started to get pissed off because I didn't think I could progress the story at all. Ooh, that was rough. I had to go way back and then go back into the Galuvian scene. Anyway, uh, save your game often, people. Yeah, that, that's typical rule for any game that requires you to play 150 hours. Mm -hmm. Make sure you save often because, yeah, sure, you might feel happy that you got through that one boss fight finally after six times of trying and then realize that you didn't save and... Well, crap. Yeah, there could be a glitch where you have to go back and listen to this again, which was good because my second or third time, when I kept realizing that I couldn't progress, I was just playing through it over and over again. There's one time I attacked Flemeth, and she was just like, that's cute. That's just cute. <laughs> and I felt like an impotent motherfucker. Well, you know, it happens to the best of us. Except me, because I have to put that in there to make that one person that hates it when I'm smug angry, because it makes me smile. And I, I just wanted to know that Every time I'm smug and I know that it makes them angry and it makes me smile, it does hurt me too because resting pissed off face. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Okay, it was a bit of a stretch. That entire little rant of mine made me very happy. That made me happy too. Okay, I'm glad. I was actually thinking, I'm keeping this in here. <laughs> okay, so you go back through the Alluvian. Kieran's not hurt. Yeah, you do. But he feels lonely. He feels lonely now. And this is the best part. Morrigan admits she doesn't know everything. What do you think about that? I feel like it's about time. Are you ever going to admit you don't know everything? No. If I admitted it, then people would stop getting angry at me. 
And I can't have that. I have needs. And they are to make angry people angry. Okay. She also realizes that at this point, she's tied to her mother for eternity. Now that, that could be a little daunting. Or on the flip side, if you were the one that drank from the well because ego, then you are. Which, you know, if you're a Dalish, then uh, probably doesn't bother you all that much. Probably doesn't. He's like, I'm tied to my god. Woohoo! One of your gods. But also, you've got, you've got Flemeth personality, a mage, an apostate mage. You've got a quote-unquote goddess in there and an old god all in one person. Now, don't you think she would start to go a little bit crazy? I don't know. It didn't drive Kieran nuts. But he only had the old god. That was pretty much dormant. Yeah, but he was also a kid. It's like, well, actually, you know, come to think of it, for Kieran, it's probably the greatest thing ever because kids love imaginary friends. <laughs> and that kid had lots of them. Oh my god, that's actually... Okay. See, I don't know about you, but if uh, if a kid's telling me he's hearing things, I'm locking that kid up somewhere. Well, after this, yes, but... In a creepy haunted house and then taking a film crew there so I can make my millions off of a really, really freaky, realistic, creepy movie. He does have that ethereal kid voice, you know, that creepy... Yeah. It kind of lightens up a little bit after that, though. You think? Yeah, because I feel like before, he was a lot more repressed. Like, not entirely with it. Now he's stuck at Skyhold. He's stuck there. There are no other kids. I'd feel bad. Except for maybe, like, I feel like Cullen probably has some action figures stowed away somewhere. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. And you got Sarah there? Come on. Sarah's, like, the best adult child ever. <laughs> I want Sarah as a friend. I do, too. I do. Sarah's awesome. I think that if Cole were around, he'd scare the shit out of me. Also, side note... Since I just... No, I think he'd love Cole. I'm convinced I, well, I'm he convinced the Cole. kid would love Cole, but do you think Cole would yeah. be very good for the kid? Oh, absolutely. Really? Are you kidding? He'd be like the best entertainment ever. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. A guy who could sit there and play pranks on people and then disappear as if he was never there and then make them forget? It depends on what you choose in Cole's, uh, Cole's thing. Yeah. Well, choices. They have to be made. <sighs> Do you think Iron Bull would warm up to the kid? Uh, now I'm thinking about all the companions. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he'd like take him under his wing, I think. Uh... I agree. Yeah. I think, I genuinely think he'd be great with kids. You're right. Oh, I kind of want to ask one of the writers yeah. or somebody that works there, like, what do you really think about Iron Bull? Would he really? Or is he too much of a, in the adult thing? I just like fucking and drinking and fighting. And killing. And dragons. Yeah. And fucking and killing dragons. Wow. In that order. <laughs> Talk about a femme fatale. Jeez. At this point. Morgan closes, <laughs> and I wrote, question mark, the Illuvian. Now, I don't, I can't picture it right in my mind right now, but I can't tell if she closes or destroys it. I thought she just turned it off. Okay. So she turned off the power. She took the batteries off. I'm pretty sure there's a power switch, and she has it. Just a guess. And the voices in her head are telling her, well, or in the Inquisitor's head, are telling her she'll now be able to match Corypheus's dragon. I don't know how. I don't know if it's just the dragon. But like we talked about last time, the dragon is basically a horcrux. And Morgan thinks Flemeth will lead them to where Corypheus is. And that is where we leave off on this one. Yep, we do. We have to, because... As soon as uh, we get to the next part, shit gets crazy. Like, what? Just like that, too. Really, I would think the next part, the next part is a lot of fighty-fighty, and I don't care about anything at that point until after the credits, because this, to me, was a big part of the story that I wanted to learn about. I wanted to see the confrontation with Flemeth and Morgan. There's some important parts in the uh, in the confrontation that leads up to that part that everyone lost their mind about. I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. There's time. What I'm asking our listeners for, I would like you guys to write in and talk about what you think the hell went on. Science! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, don't make your emails too long, but, you know, uh, long enough for us to read, but, you know, not so long that we have to split it up. Or do, but leave the abridged version in there. Yeah, just remember that we can't read every email. There, there are some emails that I want to kind of go over this time, and I was like, ah, I can't. We don't have enough time. That it happens a lot more than you think. Way more. But we love all of you, and I read every single one of them. Bro doesn't. It happened. Yeah, he doesn't even know the password for the email anymore, does he? I don't. No. What a jerk. That requires me to remember things or put things in my, my saved password log. We've got people listening, like, on your their second and third listen-throughs of these episodes. Oh, my God. 
Wow. Hey, that's dedication. I love you guys. That just shows we've done at least one thing right. Actually, you know, I don't know. That might actually be a bad thing, because maybe they're listening because they didn't understand what the hell we had to say the first time, so they had to listen to it a second time to figure it out. Well, at least they're interested enough. We didn't bore them enough so that they're interested enough to listen again. Fair point. I got mail! Yay! I got mail! Yay! Okay, this one, I actually wasn't going to do this time, but uh, I decided to. It was short enough. This is from Nika. It says, I'm really enjoying listening to your podcast. Yay! I'm on my second listen-through of all the existing episodes. I've done one run-through of Inquisition, and I'm now working through the first two games and their DLCs before starting my second. You two have given me tips and tricks I didn't know before, so thank you. You're welcome! Thank you. I was curious. In some of the episodes, Liz mentions road streaming gameplays via Twitch. Are you still doing that? Naturally, I didn't find the podcast until last month, so I've missed all the fun things. Thank you to QGN for the podcast. It keeps my obsessive nature happy while I'm at work on the road to and from work. Liz, I love your giggles, especially when you introduce Dorian in episode 10. And I love I'm not the only one who adores Alistair and Cullen. And Rode, I love your evil chuckles and death to Loghain and Rendon Howe. See? It's great. <laughs> Give an evil chuckle, please. I, but I need something to have... Evil chuckle about Liliana's babies dying. I don't know. That that's that's awful. I would never laugh about that. Oh, you laughed like an ass last time. It was great. I would never laugh about that. Children dying. Not, not children dying, but shut up. Logan dying. <laughs> it's so good. Yay! I enjoyed that Logan dies. It's just it makes me happy. Like I said, there has to be a reason. That's a good reason. Logan dying. Logan dying, yes. There's another one. Who's this one from? This is from Mark, who's not afraid to give his real name. <laughs> oh, is that where we're going with this? Hmm. I don't know if I want to go into this anymore. But actually, before we uh, move on to this next email, I did want to address the question that was asked in the previous one. I don't do these streams presently, but I have uh, a lot of intention toward doing more once I move. The whole move thing is taking priority and... Streaming requires me to have an environment where I don't have background noise and all this other crap going on, so I don't do streaming nearly as much. I also need, like, a second monitor set up, which uh, I didn't have at the time, so it made it really difficult to try to interact with chat and do streaming at the same time, and I, I gotta work a lot of things out. I'd also like to upgrade my computer and try to get everything set so that I can stream efficiently without any lag, without Comcast being Comcast. So, after the move where I'm away from Comcast and I'll be able to start working toward having a better recording environment, then yes, I'm going to get back into streaming. That's actually one of my big plans is to uh, do more streaming and podcasting once I move. I would follow on Twitch just in case for the future. Just follow that road guy on Twitch and uh, you'll yep. get notifications and stuff. He's one of the best streamers that I've ever heard. Actually, probably the best. But I talk to myself. You do. That's and that's the great it, thing right? is because a lot of people forget they're engaging with anything. And so it gets really boring. So I'm not going to feed your ego. I, I fed your ego. My problem is remembering that I'm streaming. Otherwise, I start saying really weird things because I talk to myself when I'm streaming or when I'm just playing the game by myself in silence. And, uh... What does your wife think of that? I mean, does she walk in and is like, oh God. She doesn't care. She's awesome. At all. She's used to it. So. That's adorable. Anyway, moving on to the next email. Starting with Mark with the K. First of all, thank you for the fun podcast. I rather enjoy your enthusiasm, knowledge, and energy. I'm really glad I can finally catch up on all your podcasts. Joke's on you. We had half an idea what we were talking about this episode. <laughs> ha! Wait a second. Wait. Um, what? Anyway. Yeah, back to the email. I recently finished my first DAI game with my Kunari assassin Ashkadon. To seek and where the heart lies. Okay, to see where the heart lies. Oh, isn't that Flair de la Cour from Harry Potter where it's Flower of the Heart? Actually, I think you're correct. I am correct. I'm not a a Harry Potter nerd, but my wife is. Flem de la Cour. Or Fleur de la Cour. And I feel like she probably at some point told me that. Why do I keep saying Flem? (laughs) Uh... Flem de la oh, Flem. Um, Not to be confused with creme de la creme. That's what Ginny Weasley kept calling her, Flem. Okay, never mind. Okay. Oh. I am a Harry Potter nerd. Yeah, you are. And boy, did I choose all the wrong romance options. At first, Sarah's oddities threw me off, but I quickly uh, took a liking to her. But she doesn't like Cat. the... Insert bleep here. I'm glad we timed that so well, by accident. 
Then I saw Vivian's cleavage and I figured if I, as a straight male, liked the boobage, then so would my straight male character. And I wasn't looking for romance there. <clears throat> I put that in there for effect. It's actually, the text is actually there for that, but I figured I put it in for effect, because why not? Unfortunately, she wasn't looking for me at all. No, she was not. And that made a lot of people Never angry. So I'm glad he just kind of went, eh. <laughs> Exactly. Even after that realization, though, I kept at it to make her feel wanted. I'm just going to put it out there. Some people call that being creeped on. <laughs> then Scout Lace Harding. I, I don't really need to finish this because Scout Harding's awesome. She was always cute, but over time, her dedication, skill, and mannerisms got me. And eventually, she agreed to meet me at the tavern for drinks. Yeah, that happened to me, too. Does this mean the woes of Ashkenaz romances go against his name? Or fit it perfectly, I wonder. He's gonna be single forever. Sorry. Especially after the DLC, because... <laughs> Cock to ease. <laughs> Cock blocked. I'm currently listening to your discussions with Biofan Official, and the talk after recognizing attractiveness in the uh, opposite sex you're actually attracted to. I exercise fairly regularly, and one of the things I tend to notice is fitness. Damn, Iron Bull is fit. Well, yeah. As is Vega in Mass Effect 3. Also, yeah, he's kind of jacked. Not to be confused with Jack, who is a skinny little bald girl who has giant psychic powers that will blow your mind, literally and figuratively. Mass Effect 3 stuff, yeah, it's awesome. This made me realize that you never see the super buff woman in these games. See it, Atalanta from Hercules and the Legendary Journeys. Wow. That's a show I've not thought about in a long time. Wow. It's tricky to have a super fit woman who doesn't look too hard, though. Atalanta toes the line, and some of the pictures of attractiveness have her too much muscle definition on the Google image search. Yeah, I, think, I feel like that's more self-priority than anything else, but yeah. I don't know. Personally, I'm not, like, interested in super, super buff men or women, so. Personally, in real life, I prefer the chubby guys, because you know they dry harder. Ooh. <laughs> Well, all right then. All goes down to your personal preference, obviously. He's talking about finding attractiveness in the same sex, even though, you know, you might be straight. I can't help it. You know, when my Inquisitor runs down the hall to the war room, I'm always like, damn, I can't help it. It's all about personal preferences. So, yeah, shrug. Okay, we've got another one from a mark with a C. And the subject is Origins Mage Opening Quest. So I was listening to your Dragon Age off the record number two. Yes, we're catching up on these a long time later. <laughs> the mage opening has two sequences, one of which you failed to mention. When Jawan asks to help you, you can help him. You are in trouble and you are saved by the right of conscription. Right. Yes. Okay. So if you help Jawan without informing the headmaster, you get caught. You're yeah. you get busted, because that's what's going to happen. John was getting busted either way, whether you turn him in or whether you help him. Instead of being executed like he's supposed to be, or, you know, turned into a tranquil, whatever your flavor, that's where you're saved by the right of conscription made a Grey Warden. Right. Otherwise, uh, the first enchanter can offer to tell you to, you know, go with the plan and keep track of him and all that. Yeah. And, you know, when Knight Commander gets all pissed off about it, you can basically be saved by that and say it's not your fault, blah, 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 blah. But, eh, it's true. There's obviously more options in there, but it's flavor at that point. It's just flavor. And what he says is what you may not know. It isn't said in the quest as an option, but you can try to turn him into the headmaster, which is what you were just saying. He'll tell you to go along with the plan, and later, when the knight commander tries to blame you, the headmaster steps in and says it isn't your fault. You aren't in trouble, and it's made to seem as though your option is to join the Grey Wardens, even though you can't choose not to. Awesome show, thanks. P.S. I did listen to episode one when it first came out, but, but per your request, I went and read all the books, and now I'm getting the rest of these. Get into the rest of the episodes. Wow, yay! There you go. Yeah, so... That's the way to do it. I feel so crappy, though, if I tell on him, because he's my friend, and... Oh, and plus he's kind of cute. Death to the blood no. mage! <sighs> Death to the blood mage, Liz. No, I... <sighs> I don't want to tell on him. He's a blood mage. He's a dirty, dirty blood mage. Even the girl that he loved and loved him back went, Nope. Nope. Done with this. Oh. Blood mage bad. If I were in that position, I would be totally torn. I'd probably be like, Oh, I have something else to do. And not tell anybody, but not help him either. I'm such a wuss. Somebody put the American Pie to YouTube, and they put a bunch of pictures in there. And there was one picture that caught me so off guard. It was beautifully done, and it was a group of mages around a campfire and you can see the Templar coming 
over the hill and you see two of the mages getting ready to fight them and there's one right in the foreground and she's crying and cutting her hand to do the blood oh my god it affected me it was so beautifully done (laughs) but yeah so i was just looking at that even just for that one picture and i think that's going to be it for this episode so Alrighty. Do you have anything else to say about Flemeth in this situation so far? I still like Flemeth. And uh, what comes next doesn't entirely surprise me, but I didn't see what was coming next in the next part. Are you sure? Yeah. Look, I knew one of the people that we were going to talk about could not be trusted. Are you sure? uh, What? And f*** that person. Right in their maybe pointy ears? Uh, no, because I'm not into that. That's that's not. You my don't thing, like but... ear sex. No, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I'm not a Ferengi. That's weird. Oh look, we've got an email from the girl that um. I'm sorry, I, I haven't read this one yet. I thought I had, but um, yeah, the Maddie F that suggested the the band thing we did uh when Anthony was on. <laughs> um, she said she liked it. Yeah, that's nice. Well, I, I'm hoping that that band that I told you about on a different subject sends us a message soon. That would be amazing. Because that would be amazing. A fan of the show has uh, said they're going to perform a song with their band. Dragon Age related. Oh my god! They're going to make an existing song rock. Oh my god, that's so awesome. Don't hurry up. They, I think they took my suggestion. And if they did, then that's fucking awesome. Be prepared for that one. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right. Say goodbye, Road. Goodbye, Road. <laughs> we don't want to dampen the mood, D-A-M-P, Dragon Age multiplayer. That was a terrible joke. Before we get to more terrible jokes, we have to do some contact information, or else how are we going to know how much you love us? You have to tell us how much you love us. Don't tell us how much you hate us. Get a hold of us on Twitter at Dragon Age OTR. Contact me at Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's L-E-B-E-A-U. And if you like your tweets favorited, contact Road at That Road Guy. Email us at DragonAgeOTR at gmail.com. Visit our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. And yes, we know our money's on the dresser. We have sponsors, you guys. Heard about us talk about Dragon Dragon Age The Stolen Throne and Dragon Age The Calling? Well, here's your chance to hear it for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and you get one of those books for free. And the better to hear you with, my dear, visit tweakedaudio.com, enter our code off the record, all one word, for 30% off quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, and a lifetime warranty. And while you're on YouTube, you could also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork, where you can find a plethora of other shows. That's youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. Network. Oh. Oh. Wind, water, hot, go, planet. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's a- I was cleaning last night and I came home today and I thought I had been robbed. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sitting here going through, like, all these boxes of clothes and trying to figure out what, what I want to keep, what I want to throw away. Finally got to the point where I just kind of went, keep, keep, no, 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 Oh my god, the fuck is it? No, 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 no. Like, you could feel the not give a fuck in that episode. You're such an angry person, man. Really. I am, all the time. Every day. Like, genuinely, I have a lot of rage built up. And I'm not gonna let the warden die, because fuck that noise. Plus Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Morgan? Uh, I'm not an elf expert. You're not an elf spurt? I'm not an elf spurt. This sounds dirty. No, it was, are you shitting? Because you were going... <laughs> gotcha. Right. I know what you're doing now. Oh, God. Oh, that's... Oh, that's... It's all being recorded. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't move my back now. I... Uh, can help you in this situation. Oh god. Can I go to sleep now? Hey, speaking of sleeping, Varwin, I was at my job. I'm, I work in a Kush chocolate shop, you know? You're posh. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you texting me? You're at work. And he was like, I'm stuck in a hospital. I have to watch over this guy that got caught trespassing. And he's just come off a four-day bender on meth, so he's passed out. Oh my god. <laughs> he has to stay there and sit with him. Oh, Jesus. I was like, well, I'm trying lemon gelato on top of some dark chocolate. <laughs> Using that uh, as a spoon. He's like, fuck you. But this lady came in with 15 kids. Oh, no. At 
4.50 today, and I was already putting away, you know, like, all the ice cream and shit. I would have flat out just been like, uh, we're getting ready to close, just so you know. I did. I told her. She was like, and we can have that for here? And I was like, no, no, you can't, because we're leaving. I was like, you can have what I haven't put away yet. <laughs> and then I said, and now you gotta go. Of course, I was like, I have a radio show to do. First of all, because I'm not going to explain what a podcast is in case no, they don't I know No, I do it. the exact same thing. I use the exact same terminology, and so when I tell people, because I've recently started telling people too, because again, I don't give a f- they're like, whoa, you do? I'm like, yeah. It's the only thing that hasn't kept, uh, that's been keeping me from blowing my brains out these last six years. I've used that exact terminology. Yeah, you just say radio show and, you know. And it's like, what station's it on? Online. It's on the internets. That thing you can't use because you're stupid. Oh, I just, I'm so relieved. I really am. Like, it's, it's so it's good. like you just not... had an orgasm. Do you need a cigarette? No. Or... No, there are times where I'm just like, why don't I smoke? Oh, right, because I have asthma. That makes sense. Want, want. Want, want. You'll be fine. Why don't you introduce it? I could. Yeah! I could totally do that. Hold on. I had to make sure that I wasn't parched going into it, you know? Oh, we had mango gelato. Oh, <laughs> mother <f> <laughs> I remember uh, trying to get pictures of it because I was like, I gotta send this to Rook! Yeah, you should have. I would have been all over that shit and been like, where's mine? No, like, you don't understand. Where's mine? I'm serious. Where, where, where is it? Please? That, that would have been the, the entirety of the text. That's it. Hello, and thank you for joining us for <laughs> Dragon Age Off the Record. You're so professional. I could be, but that's work. The mutant they were trying to help, I swear it was Nova. And Nova's not a mutant. It's like when he was flying around, his butt and everything down below it turned into like a beam of energy just like Nova does when he flies. It was oh. really weird and becomes like indestructible while he's flying. That's Cannonball! Yeah, but he looked like Nova without the Nova armor on. That's why I was confused. That's why it's called Cannonball. Anyway. He doesn't turn into a ball though, it doesn't make sense. Well, God. What? Maker's Bulls. And next week, while I'm finishing my packing, I'm probably going to watch X-Men Evolution. That's a really good one. They canceled it way too early. Yeah, that was a really, really good show. That's my favorite of them all. Of them all. I really like Nightcrawler in that, too. I do, too. And he's the fuzzball. Angsty teenage Nightcrawler was great. That, that was the best Rogue, too. I did, see, I don't remember. I didn't watch too many episodes of it, so I don't really remember Rogue in that one. Rogue is, is just, she's emo. She's early 2000s emo. She hates Jean Grey. I love that. How can you not hate Jean Grey, though? I like, know. I, just, I had this conversation this morning with some of my, uh, my guildies, and how can you not hate Jean Grey? Like, I don't care. She was the Phoenix, so who cares? Phoenix was awful. Especially dark emo Phoenix. Awful. Speaking of Phoenix, it's from moving. Wah, wah. It comes full circle. Outtakes. Outtakes. F*** it. Do it live. People that I follow and actually enjoy talking to, they find it very entertaining. Oh, so you don't enjoy talking to me? F*** you. Well, you don't play it, so you don't have an opinion of it, do you? Okay. Come back to me when you do. Great outtakes. I can do a better Batman voice than Christian Bale. Suck it, Bale. And you're... Billions. Christian Bale was in Newsies. You can't top that. Fair point. For you youngins out there, we are talking of Captain Planet. <laughs> He's a hero. And the Don Cheadle version. What? The Don Cheadle version. No. What? You've not seen that? No. Oh my god. There's like, it's a Funny or Die miniseries. I think it's Funny or Die. It's if Captain Planet just basically said, screw it to you guys, decided to stay out permanently and took over the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and Don Cheadle is uh, Captain Planet. A masterpiece. I'd even do Loki. Anyway, what? I feel like there's not very many people in the world that wouldn't. Just, I mean, you're not like you're alone in that. You want to do it, don't you? Depends. How much am I making in this situation? Nothing. I have standards. And it comes at a that price. That would make you a whore. I'm not saying that I'm not. Just saying that I like money. What? Take it from someone who has resting pissed off face. Smiling sucks. Is that what you have? I do. I, I do. When I'm just like... You know, odd, which is one of the reasons why I really hate it when people come up to me and say something like, smile. Like, you know what? The hell with you. You don't know what I'm thinking right now. And you know what? I was in a great mood until you, you opened your mouth. Piss I love the way that you say I that. I do. I have resting pissed off face. See, I have resting smile face and people tell me to stop smiling and I can't do it. And like, even if I'm upset, people are like, why are you smiling? 
You know who else had resting smiling face? The I Joker. found out. The woman, no, the woman in the uh, post office that took my $44. My wife pointed out to me while we were in line. It was pretty hilarious. Does your wife have resting pissed off face? I bet she does. She does. Not like, not nearly as bad as I do, but she does. Do a little jingle for the email section, because I realized we didn't really do, uh, make up an email jingle. Mailbag, motherfucker! I don't think that works. Uh, we'll come up with something. Personally, in real life, I prefer the chubby guys, because you know they try harder. Ooh. <laughs> well, all right then. Oh, they do a good job. Oh my god, I might have to cross my legs for that one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Liz. What? TMI. I find asses on women to be my thing. I thought I was a boob girl, but I'm an ass girl. If Varun told me about this, he was like, have you noticed you compliment like every girl's that has a really nice ass? And I'm like, oh my God, I do. <laughs> I really don't see the problem with this. I just don't want to be judged. I think that's what it is. I just don't want to be judged. I want to eat my crappy food and not have people judge me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as you get older, you tend to see the personality really quickly instead of, you know, just looking at the person and then, then realizing later on what an asshole they are. Anyway. Yep. It's just pictures. Cat, get your claw out of my ass. Meow. You're playing Marvel Heroes, aren't you? I am. God damn it. Why do you lie to me so much? I'm not. It's a thing. Hawkeye's deaf. As in D-E-F, as in fly? Yes. Or D-E-A-F? D-E-A-F. I was expecting you to spell D-E-A-F. That, that I got confused. I can speak Jeff. Because I, I actually genuinely didn't think about deaf. As in, like, Def Jam. Because the only Def Jam I care about was that wrestling game back in, like, the, the early 2000s, 90s. God, we need to end this. <laughs> that was a fucking great wrestling game. I can't help myself, okay? I'm having fun with a pair of handguns and a sniper rifle and grenades that turn everything into fire. It makes me happy, okay? All you planeteers at home, remember, turn off the faucet between usages and recycle those plastics, or else I'll turn you into a fucking tree. Captain Planet, motherfucker.